will admit there were some times where I was feeling down and out, but I still have love for 2021 because there were a lot of lessons that I learned. So as we close out 2021 and we walk into a new year, I can walk into this year with gratitude, with grace, with understanding. And even though I went through some painful things, I know that there's a reason for it all. I know that it will all work out for my good. And there is nothing that will be withheld from me in this season that is meant for me to have. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast. I am your host, Tamaria Jordan, and tonight we are talking about an ode to 2021 with 21 questions. So if you are familiar with the game 21 questions, it is a fun icebreaker to get to know individuals. It can also be considered a way to get to know someone you're interested in romantically. Um, it's, ha- it's helpful in the workplace to get to know your new colleagues. It's helpful to get to know your friends. It's really a great icebreaker to get to know anyone. So when I think about 2021, the object of the game is to have a target, someone who will be asked 21 questions. In addition to that, I think about a song that I tended to enjoy um, after graduating from high school. So it was in my early years in college and there was a song by 50 Cent called 21 Questions. And what I thought was interesting about that song is that the chorus said, girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me? 2021, I will admit there were some times where I was feeling down and out, but I still have love for 2021 because there were a lot of lessons that I learned. So as we close out 2021 and we walk into a new year, I can walk into this year with gratitude, with grace with understanding. And even though I went through some painful things, I know that there's a reason for it all. I know that it will all work out for my good. And there is nothing that will be withheld from me in this season that is meant for me to have. And I say that with the utmost sincerity and also confidence as this show is called the Confidence Restored Podcast because the goal is all about helping others get mentally fit. And in this day and age, getting mentally fit is vitally important for our ongoing personal growth and development, especially because there are so many images, there are so many messages that can conflict what we may actually believe. So the Confidence Restored podcast, both myself and guests, 
really try to uplift you through messages of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So today is an ode to 2021. It's not in the form of a poem, but I think that you will find that it is a little bit different than the norm, but it's because I want to be able to shed some light on some of the lessons I learned in the form of 21 questions. But tonight I have 21 answers just for you in hopes of inspiring you on your journey as well by sharing some of my truths. So the very first, I guess you could say lesson for me in 2021 is how have I made it through the challenges I faced this year? And the reason that I used the song um, from 50 Cent, believe it or not, <laughs> is because of the fact that when I remember singing that song in college, I thought to myself, hmm, these are some interesting questions. Would I, in certain situations, choose X or Y? And so for me, when I think about the things that I've gone through and the challenges I've faced this year, even though 2021 wasn't always pretty, I'm grateful for where I am and how far I've come. And so I don't proclaim to be the, an all-knowing individual because we know that there's only one person that knows everything and that's God. I just am grateful for the lessons that he's teaching me and also for the grace that I've been shown in this season and in many seasons before. So how I faced the challenges in 2021 is literally one word, one name, Jesus. It has been a very trying year, but I know that I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for Jesus and God on my side, if it wasn't for the son who died for me. And like I said, I don't proclaim to have it all together. In fact, some people may be taken aback by the fact that I quoted a secular song, but the message is still the same. And that that was a song in 2003 that I really liked. And it was a song I used to sing. And then I also think about the game 21 Questions. I know sometimes during dating, individuals would ask questions as uh, the target and the individual asking, the target, of course, being the person who's answering the questions. But in 2021, I felt like a target. Sometimes I felt like a target for the enemy where I felt like he was trying to break me down. And yet, and still, I can stand before you today and say, even though I went through the fire in 2021, I'm going to come out the end of this year not smelling like smoke. And for anyone that's been through a tough time this year, just know that Jesus has never left your side. He is always with you. Question number two, what have you learned from becoming a parent? And I would say that the lesson that I learned this year is that being a parent is a major blessing and a major lesson because it is a blessing in a sense that when I found out I was pregnant three years ago, it was an experience that I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know how to walk through that because I had never been through that experience. But what I say about that is you learn how much of a blessing it is to bring life into this world. And you know that there is no man or no woman that can make that happen aside from God. 
it is such a miracle to be able to bring another life into this world. And I say it's a lesson because it allows you to look back at your parents and look at what they went through and look at how they learn each and every day when trying to figure out how to do this thing called life and how to parent. So I would say that's another lesson that I learned is that parenting is a blessing, but it's also a lesson. There are so many things that I'm learning day in and day out from being a parent. And this year I would say was challenging in different ways, especially with the pandemic and trying to work some days, having a toddler with me. Um, it was definitely some challenges, but it was also some very good lessons about letting go and letting God. Number three, how do you handle unpredictability? And I heard a message by Joel Alstein uh, this past week, and it was referring to just life in general. And he said, remember that not all storms are in the forecast. And as I told you, this year has definitely been a bit of a challenge in more ways than one, but I am grateful because even though a storm may not be in the forecast, I feel like I have been able to really adjust on the fly. And even if I wasn't prepared for rain, I was able to do what I needed to do to become the woman that I'm becoming, to accomplish the goals that I've been accomplishing, to do the things that I've been doing. So I am extremely grateful and I don't take that for granted. So I think when we remember that, it makes it a lot easier for us to handle things day by day. The next question is, how has your confidence been restored? And the reason that I added this question is because I changed the title of the podcast from the CC America podcast to Confidence Restored. And this came during a moment of testing is what I'll say. I was being tested and I literally um, had walked into a room and I felt come over me, your confidence is not in people. Your confidence is not in yourself. Your confidence should be in me, AKA your faith. And when I say should be in me, I'm referring to God and the Holy Spirit and the, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have confidence in so many things. I have confidence in this chair that I'm sitting in that the legs won't give out and I won't fall on the floor. But we put confidence in things and in, inanimate in objects and in, in people. And literally when they let us down, sometimes we feel like we get off course. But if we keep our confidence and our eyes focused on God, then no matter when things around us are falling apart, we know that we can still count on him. So that was a lesson for me this year, hence the name Confidence Restored. How has, excuse me, what is one tip to make it through anything? And one quote that I shared on social media recently was take it one day at a time. Don't let the devil steal your shine. So I guess you could say this is a little bit of a poem. <laughs> um, I was a poet and didn't know it. And I like to rhyme sometimes. <laughs> but I, I really take that to heart because I have literally stood by taking things one day at a time because you really never know what tomorrow holds or what a day may bring. 
but you can live knowing that if you just walk through it moment by moment, not going too far ahead in the future, too far in the past, just staying in the present. And one of our past podcast guests, Armani mentioned that he is a licensed therapist. And I remember um, him saying that he is uh, a counselor, excuse me, counselor and uh, therapist, and he uses music as therapy. But he said, if you are going too far in the future, you're anxious. If you're going too far in the past, essentially we're worrying about things that we don't need to worry about. But if we stay in the present, we're right where we need to be. And I misquoted that, but you can certainly check out that episode. It was very powerful with uh, musical guest Armani. And the next question, which is number six, how do you balance what you hear from what you know? And this one, I would say, is a very powerful question. And it's everyone has an opinion, but don't count chores out. And that's something that I would say has been a long lesson for me. And I say a long lesson because it's one that I feel like I continue to learn over and over because sometimes I value the opinions of others too much to the point that I forget that my opinion matters as well. So the same way others can have an opinion, I am entitled to have an opinion. You are entitled to have an opinion. And it doesn't mean that we all have to agree. And disagreements are fine. It's where we learn. So knowing that regardless of the situation, I have the right, just like everyone else, to have an opinion, even if we disagree. And I heard a sermon recently by Joel Alstein that I thought was awesome because he talked about an example. And I would say it was a grandfather and a son. And the son was, excuse me, a grandson. So the grandfather and the grandson were walking one day and they were walking with their donkey. So initially the grandfather had put the grandson on the donkey. And I'm paraphrasing this, of course. So they were walking with the donkey and a passerby came and said, oh my gosh, how cruel of that young man to ride the donkey and let his grandfather walk. So then they switched places. The grandson was walking, the grandfather was on the donkey. Another passerby said, how cruel of the grandfather to be sitting on the donkey and having the grandson walk. A third passerby, uh, or the both of them decided, let's get on the donkey. They both get on the donkey. A third passerby says, how cruel of them to put that much weight on the donkey. So the moral of the story is by the end, both of them were carrying the donkey. And I love that illustration that Joe Alstein provided because it's a great reminder that everyone will have an opinion. So regardless of what you do, how you do it, someone will always have something to say. So what's going to be most important for you is to do what's best for you. So the next question is number seven. When people disappoint you, what do you do? And I like to say, when people choose to sway, move out of their way. And <laughs> I know that probably sounds funny, but it's one of those things where life is really teaching me that sometimes we try to hold on to people and situations because we think that's what we need 
we think this is what I have to have in order to succeed when in all actuality is if someone doesn't want to be your friend, if someone doesn't want to be in relationship with you, if a job doesn't want you, it's okay to move out of the way. Go and find a place where you belong. So um, again, if people choose to sway, move out of their way. Number eight, what has loss taught you about life? We have certainly experienced some losses this year, uh, some heavy losses. And I would say loss in the sense of grief. I did a recent podcast on joy and grief and if they can coexist. And I'm learning that they truly can. There is no life without death and no death without life. And so both can coexist. You can have joy and you can have grief. And on the flip side of that, with regard to loss, not every loss means that you are losing. Some may indicate that you are elevating. Sometimes we want to take everyone with us. And there are times where you may outgrow people, you may outgrow situations, you may outgrow jobs. There is growth, but then there is also loss. So as you grow, you're shedding a part of yourself. You're losing something that you didn't do before because you have to walk away in order to elevate. And so I have learned a lot about loss in a sense of with, it, with regard to death and grief, that you can't have life without death or death without life because of where we are living in a fallen world. But then also when it comes to loss, not every loss means you're losing. Sometimes it's a gain. Number nine, what keeps me up at night? I have been up a lot of nights <laughs> and I would say passion. And when I say passion, there is so much inside of me that I want to share with the world. And I'm sure that there's so much inside of you as well. So I would say, don't let your passion die. Because for me, sometimes that passion is bred out of pain. Sometimes it's out of positivity and positive situations. And the main driver, whether it's positive or painful situations, is the passion. The passion remains. And that's what keeps me doing this podcast. That's what keeps me going. Number 10, what is a tip that I have for those who desire to succeed? I would say the higher you go, the more challenges you will face, but keep climbing. And the reason that I use that is because I think about a mountain. As you start to reach higher elevations, it may become a little more difficult to breathe. The walk or the terrain may be a little harder for you to keep going. Um, it gets narrow at the top. So there's a lot of things that you may have to face in terms of elements, changes in elevation, um, how much effort it takes to keep climbing. So as you elevate with regard to success, realize that sometimes it may be a bit of a challenge, but it's because it's uncharted territory, but that doesn't mean to stop. That means keep going, keep climbing. So this year I've kept climbing even when it wasn't comfortable for me to do so. Number 11, how do I maintain boundaries? My great grandmother always said, don't be a piano, AKA don't get played. <laughs> so I am taking with me, 
out of this year into 2022, a newfound meaning for not being a piano, not allowing people to walk all over me, to press my buttons, so to speak, to press my keys, to get me out of tune. I need to be able to stay in tune with who I am, no matter what happens around me, no matter how many times individuals may press on my keys, I get to choose the sound that comes out. And what I mean by that is I get to choose who I will be in any given day. And so do you. Number 12, for those who believe um, Satan can test you, but he cannot kill you. So how do you fight against the enemy? It's remembering that Satan doesn't have authority. I feel like I have been tested through and through this year. And I have to remind myself on a regular basis that even though there are times that I may walk in fear, the enemy has no authority. Only God has the authority to dictate whether or not my life ends or how I end up. Now, I do have free will and I have free choice, just like the rest of us. But I am learning for myself that I have to remember that even in that, sometimes the enemy may ask God to test us, much like he did with Job. And Job was tested many times. He went through many losses, but yet he still didn't lose his faith. And I'm not saying I'm trying to go through what Job did. I'm not saying I'm going through what Job did. What I'm saying is that I'm learning that even when the enemy comes, how I can avoid the tricks of the enemy is realizing the true authority that he has. He has the authority that's been granted by God, but the word also says that all things will work together for my good. So I have to remember, even when I'm being tested and I'm being tempted, that all things can still work together for my good, even if it doesn't feel comfortable. So I have gotten to number 12. So now moving on to number 13. And it is, how do you keep going forward? How do you keep showing up every day? And I like to think of diamonds. Diamonds are made under pressure. And when you think about a pearl, I looked up how pearls are created. And it said online that a natural pearl, often called an oriental pearl, it will form when an irritant works its way into a particular oyster, mussel, or clam. And as a defense mechanism, the mollusk secretes a fluid to coat the irritant. And it continues to layer and coat and layer and coat until a pearl is formed. And so when I thought about where I am now, and I think about what all of us are facing in 2021, would we still love 2021 if it was down and out? We're still facing COVID. People are still dealing with loss. People are grieving in this season. People are their families are being torn apart, but can we still love 2021? What are we going to allow those irritants to do? What are we going to allow that pressure to do? For me, I'm choosing to allow that pressure to make a diamond. I'm choosing to allow those irritants to make a pearl. So regardless of what we face, 
we can still push forward. We can still make something beautiful out of a not so beautiful situation. Number 14, how do you avoid distractions? Stop entertaining them. <laughs> now, I don't proclaim to have this all together either because I entertained a lot of distractions in 2021. But I sit here tonight smiling because I'm learning that that's simply what it is. The more time that I exert focused on those things is the less time I have to focus on my goals, my visions, and my dreams. The same thing holds true for you. If you are focusing on everything around you, you won't have time to accomplish the will of God for your life. So avoid the distractions. Focus on that which uplifts you, that which builds your spirit, that which helps restore your confidence in what God can do for you and through you. So number 15, goal setting. How can you achieve any goal? You can do and be anything you want to be and do anything you want to do. It's up to you. It really is. It is up to us to do the things that God put in our hearts. People, as I mentioned earlier, may have an opinion, but you get to choose what you will do. No one can stop you unless you let them. The enemy can't stop you unless you let the enemy stop you. The enemy is the father of lies. That doesn't mean you have to believe them. So you achieve the goal when you keep going for the goal. You keep going. You don't stop. Like that mountain, you keep climbing. What has been the number one challenge amongst family, romantic partners, and friends? And I would say my number one challenge this year is realizing that we don't have to take offense to everything. What I wrote down is that I don't have to take offense to things that aren't mine to begin with. And in relationships with family, friends, romantic partners, even on the job with colleagues, there will be opportunities to take on offenses. And there's a great book by John Bevere called The Bait of Satan. We don't have to take on offenses. We don't have to take on essentially what other people are putting down unless we choose to. So if someone chooses to say something to you that you don't like, you don't have to pick up that offense. And it is hard. It is so difficult. And the reason I'm saying this is because it's still something I struggle with is not taking offense or not taking things personally when I feel like it is a personal attack or that it's directed to me. But I'm realizing the offense I don't have to own. That is someone else's action that they get to choose. I don't have to pick up that offense and carry that around with me. That's their offense. They chose to do whatever they chose to do or to say whatever they chose to say. And so we don't have to allow the offense to create a barrier as it relates to communication, relationship, um, friendship. It really is something that separates us, but we don't have to allow that offense to do that. We get to choose not to take on that offense. The best way to handle it is to communicate. Let individuals know immediately if they have offended you so that you can resolve it. And so you are not going to bed angry. As the word says, don't let the sun set on your anger. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but I understand why, because as those offenses go on and on, they build. 
but it's not like in the instance of the oyster where the air tents and it layers. Um, that is an example that I was using for that earlier illustration. But I would say if we allow offenses to build, it creates unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness. These are all things that you don't want in your family and your romantic relationships and your friendships and your place of work. It just doesn't belong there. So don't take offense. Let other people own their decisions, but you don't have to take on that offense as your own. I used to sometimes say, why are people treating me this way? And I used to think that there was something wrong with me until one day I realized their actions are, they, are their own. They have to own those the same way I have to own my actions. So I don't have to take on that offense because I did not create the action. The one thing I can control is my response. So number 17, how do you get your point across when you don't feel heard? This year, I have learned to never stop using my voice. Hence the reason I'm on this podcast tonight, ending out 2021, sharing my voice, sharing some things that I have learned, sharing some things that may help someone else as they enter into a new year. The next question is, what are your thoughts on accountability? This year has taught me a lot about accountability. I would say you are responsible for your actions and others are responsible for theirs. And that actually takes me back to the prior question with regard to the challenges that I've seen in relationships. And I would say from a personal accountability standpoint across the board in any setting, you have to be mindful of what is truly your responsibility and what is someone else's and really paying attention and owning that which you can control. Number 19. How do you handle situations in which the outcomes are not 100% clear? And when I say that, I'm referring to, uh, there's a statement uh, that I shared on social media quite some time ago, and it was, I cannot believe what you say because I see what you do. So when things are not clear, when things are murky, um, and there's a lot of murky things that happen in 2021, um, just a lot of back and forth with life in general and situations. But literally, I believe what is done versus what people just say. Um, so when you don't know. So for instance, even when we think about what's happening with COVID-19, there were a lot of things that have been said about this virus from the start. But what individuals are believing is what they're seeing being done. So for instance, We've been told that the vaccine will help prevent the spread of the virus. And yes, it has. But while it has, because there are, are quite a, a number of individuals who have decided for their own personal reasons, and again, they have that right not to get vaccinated. Now we're seeing where individuals who have been vaccinated are still getting COVID. So what that may look like to other individuals is, well, wait a minute. I can't believe what you say because I see what you do and by what you do, not the individual because they can't control whether or not they get it. But when we think about it, what they're seeing happening is that individuals with the vaccine are still getting the virus. So it goes against what's being said. And so it's this vicious cycle. And when you think about that, even in the context of relationships, like I mentioned earlier, if you are confused about a situation and you don't know really which way to go, 
pay attention to what you see, pay attention to the actions, pay attention to the outcomes. And that's not to say don't trust individuals, don't believe them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is trust what you see. Trust, but verify. <laughs> Number 20, how do you recommend how do you recommend individuals keep going? And there was a quote from an earlier podcast episode by Jay Wilson. And she said that her grandmother, her Nana would say, you have to go through to get through. And that's actually the title of that podcast episode. It's certainly great. I think you should definitely check it out. It was the episode with the founder of Melanated Moms. And you have to go through to get through. 2021 was a year where I had to go through to get through. And all of these questions you'll notice that I jotted down, they are all about overcoming. They are all about having faith. They are all about feeling, figuring out how you can inspire yourself to keep going, how you can transform your life. But they are also lessons that I've learned. And last but not least, how can I maintain my faith? And what I wrote down was God doesn't change. We do. He doesn't change. He remains the same. He's just waiting on us. And I went back and looked at my post from early in 2021. And ironically, on January 2nd of this year, I shared, if, bear with me one moment, I shared, if God can change you, you can change situations. And that was the New Year's Eve sermon by T.D. Jakes. Hindsight is 2020. And now as I look back over 2021, I can say I have been changed and I am changing. It is a ever evolving process. It is not done. God is not through with me yet, but I hope that me sharing my life, me sharing some testimonies, me sharing some lessons learned will benefit you as well. And if this show has been a blessing to you, I encourage you share it with someone else. You never know what individuals are going through and what may resonate with their spirit. I tend to wake up around three o'clock in the morning from time to time. And that's usually when I hear the loudest is when it's silent, is when I have no distractions and I start to hear messages. And I usually just jot them down or I might make a post and then I'll share it on social media at some point but I literally keep a journal so that I can keep track of all of the messages that are coming to me and that are flowing through me. And so similarly, there are going to be messages that are coming to you. I encourage you to find a way to document those things and you'll be surprised what you end up with when you go back and look at it. So those were not necessarily in order of importance aside from the first few, um, for sure, where I was talking about faith and God and those ones especially, but the lessons are still the same. 21 questions. Today, I'm the target. I'm answering these questions and sharing these lessons in hopes of inspiring you. So as we walk into 2022, let us walk forward with our eyes straight ahead, not looking back in the rearview mirror and focusing on our future and knowing that our time is valuable and that nothing that we go through in this life will be wasted. Nothing, unless we let it. So on this New Year's Eve, I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in 
each and every week for supporting this show. There would not be a Confidence Restored podcast if there wasn't a you. So know that I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. I am thankful for our listeners, wherever you are all over the world. May you and your families be blessed. May your heart be clear. May your mind be clear. May you be filled with joy and peace and happiness and all good things. And even in the midst of adversity, that you would be able to stand and know that there are more with you than those that are against you, that there are angels all around us at all times waiting to support us. As long as we continue to believe and trust in what the word says, we can believe that all things, whether good or bad, will work out for our good. So on that note, I hope that you all have a blessed and prosperous new year. And until next time, keep on keeping on. This is your host, Tamaria Jordan, signing off for 2021 and looking forward to seeing you in 2022. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.